informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. everybody to this podcast is none of those things it's me brian i'm here with elliot and we're gonna work on more of our quick hit topics yes lord in the last episode we got a little too deep into it with some uh, church related stuff blasphemy there was a little light blasphemy i i i like that phrase i don't know why i like that phrase so much I feel like that will probably be what is written on my ticket to hell. (laughs) Yeah, me and Bob Scott will be going right down the road. Something exciting happened that I'm sure you're very excited about. Uh Bobby Lashley is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, Lord. I know I took a New Day move there, but... This has been a long time coming. Yeah. You know, a year ago, he was in that stupid marriage to Lana storyline. And then prior to that, there was that little runt, that Leo Rush thing that was just... Like, you and I both, like, clowned that. We were like, he's... Leo Rush was... I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was a great fit. Hmm. Leo Rush is, I think, a a good wrestler. Again... We've established this. I love me some cruiserweight action. I love. I, I enjoy the acrobatics. I I, I enjoy a hoss fight. Because uh-huh. Lashley and uh, Les or not Lesnar, um, Lashley and uh, Strowman mm-hmm. a few weeks back was fantastic. Yeah, and that was a straight up hoss fight. Yeah, Lashley winning the title off of Miz. Mm-hmm. I thought they did Miz dirty, and that he at least should have got to the pay per view. He turned around, he stole the title at the chamber. Uh, he should have at least made it to fast lane with the title. Uh, because he's a cowardly heel. Like, the whole point of his character is that he weasels his way out of stuff. Right. Or into stuff. I mean, with how he got the Money in the Bank briefcase in the first place. Right. So it was disappointing to see him not really weasel out of anything. Right. Lashley just said, you owe me a title shot for beating up Drew. And Miz only got to dodge it for a week. I feel like that character deserves to pull off more shenanigans. That's the whole point of that type of character. Yeah, but I think that... I, was I mean, it doesn't hurt the Miz. No. He's not going to suffer a lack of heat. No, but we had this discussion about him. And I view him as... This time period is Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho won multiple world titles, but he was he never held the titles long, and he was always the the placeholder for some bigger whatever some bigger plan guy that they had to run with that title for a longer period of time. Right, not really an all time great, but just really wow, Jericho not an all time great. No, I, built like a cruiserweight, but not really a cruiserweight. He's kind of like. What's the name of the guy that's on uh, in her business that was that ran with the cruiserweights? But he Cedric. 
Yes, he was like that. Okay, and quite frankly, and I find Cedric to be annoying just as much as I ever found Chris Jericho and The Miz. Like, seriously, he could do what those two did. And, like, there's a run that they have. They stay long enough to move a storyline forward, but they're never going to be the storyline because their character is just that annoying. And so people are are tired of it. And there's enough to, like, they wanted to do, they do it, give a solid. McIntyre needed a break because being a champion is a heavy crown. He, he mm. carried the WWE through a very rough period last year. 2020 was I rough. mean, I'm going to give a shout out to Alan. Alan Gonzalez, our Royal Rumble review guest. Uh-huh. He posted about something. He, he was joking that uh, the prophecy came true. Uh-huh. Vince said that McIntyre was the chosen one right. 10 years ago. Right. And McIntyre got the company through the pandemic. Right. As their champ. Yes, he did. Lashley is now the champ, and the Hurt Business has all the gold. All we need to do is get uh, MVP the uh, U.S. title. Yeah, which he's probably he's probably definitely retired. He's been semi-retired for a long yeah. time anyway. So the problem I see is that Bobby can't keep that title because unless you're going to have Edge beat Roman, are you going to have two top heel champs? But the thing is that this is this is what I feel about Lashley though the. Well, I think they teased a little bit about, especially when it came to him versus The Miz, the whole option of him being the anti-hero. Not really the villain. You know, you, we got, we've got we had guys like that. Stone Cold was an anti-hero. He was never the... There the, is nothing about the current iteration of Lashley that says hero in any way, shape, or form. No, he's not. There's a lot that says badass. Right. But they're doing great work with her business, but they are a heel faction. And that's fine, well, and good. But I think they're moving him. But here's the deal, though. I believe that he they will ultimately break him free from the hurt business. This is me. This is just God, I hope not. Here's the thing. If they start, they, I think they teased it. I think that there's a possibility that it would be a good look for him. Ultimately, that's a as not really. He's not really a good guy. He's not really a bad guy. He's just Bobby Lashley. There's guys that there's other guys that have that have walked that road. Stone Cold was one. Randy Orton was that for a minute. The trouble is, is that Stone Cold and Randy Orton both have charisma. Bobby has none. He's a little bit, very little. I mean, he's he's, he's not. He has excelled because he has had MVP as his mouthpiece. Right. It's kind of like Lesnar with Heyman. Yeah. Because Lesnar you know, sucks on the mic. He's terrible on the mic. Roman's not great on the mic, and now he's got Heyman to do most of his talking. Right. Roman's not ridiculous. Like, he's not ridiculously bad, mm-hmm. and he has some charisma. Compared to what Heyman can do and what MVP can do, mm-hmm. he can't touch it. No. I think it would be a mistake to to move Bobby from the Hurt Business for quite some time. I think that that faction does well. I think that... And again, I've... I've said this before to you. I'm all for faction warfare. Uh-huh. I'm down. Like I, when I went back when I first got the WWE Network, uh-huh. I went back and I watched Raw and Survivor Series from 1998, uh-huh. and the wrestling honestly uh-huh. doesn't hold a candle to the wrestling now. No, no. The in-ring product is amazing right now. Right. The story, however... Is garbage. 
Yeah, it was so much better back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the story was mostly based on faction warfare. You had very few guys that were not part of a stable. Right. Um, Rock was part of a stable. Rock was in the nation. Rock also at one point joined the corporation. Mm -hmm. Which is actually when that 98 run when I was watching. Mm -hmm. That was when they put the title on Foley. Mm -hmm. Just so Rock could kick his ass and take it from him. Right. I want to say that's when we got into the corporate ministry uh-huh. with Taker and uh, Gangrel and all them. Uh-huh. You had the Brood, Edge right. and Christian, coming out and starting. Right. The Gangrel was in the Brood, not. Yeah. There's some but, other dude I was thinking of. But Gangrel did ultimately cross over and work with Taker for some point. But I will say this: of course, let's face it, we're talking about factions. There's one faction that's legendary that even. The, 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 the one faction that everybody knows, the Horsemen. And that stems, that they, I mean, they had a run that, like, all the other factions that WWE came out with was really just carbon copies of the original. Evolution definitely was. Yeah, but the thing is that... Which, I mean, it had flair in it. <laughs> yeah, but what, 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 made, what made them, the whole Horsemen, Horsemen faction work, was that all four guys actually wrestled. Nowadays, it's like they call a faction. Now, it's the big three. It's the Freebird like situation, where the Fabulous Freebirds were a tag team. They had another guy that and, and all that, right? And but they just all focus on tagging and holding a tag team championship, and that was it. I would love to see them go back to actually having four guys, and they as a faction as opposed to like you know because the Four Horsemen actually had J.J. Dillon, who was kind of like a manager-esque, but they had four other guys that were actually wrestling. Flair, Anderson, Ole Anderson, and then there was and Tully Blanchard. Right. What I, what I like was kind of the DX model. Okay. And what I'd like to see, and I'm curious to see, is when Jimmy Uso comes back, uh-huh. does he automatically come back with the family? But... The last you saw Jimmy, he got kicked out. He was getting his ass getting his ass kicked, and it was part of the whole storyline to get Jay in. Right. So, do they have to do a similar storyline to bring Jimmy in? Mm-hmm. And then, at what point do they grab Naomi and or Naya or Tamina? Right. Like they have three women that they are related to. Right. And then, at what point does Rock make his cameo? So, I think the Rock is gonna. I think what's ultimately going to happen is maybe next year, Mania, uh-huh. we get a Rock versus Roman for the head of the table title. Because technically, we all, I mean, Roman, Roman's doing is cute, but, but the Rock is the, the head, head of, of the, the table. table. Like, he's operating the capacity where the Rock is because the Rock's not there. Because the Rock never formally retired. No. He never did. You've not seen because because like, we know that he would have, we know the Rock would have been retired by the fact that. He would have been on that stage for he would have been honored as a you know in the Hall of Fame. Let's face it, anyone that's going to be in the Hall of Fame is definitely going to be The Rock, but he hasn't. Right. All right. Neither has Triple H for that matter. Triple H is in for DX, but not as a solo competitor. and Evolution, but not as a solo competitor. Right. So he's still semi-active. So back to my original point. Yes, I could beat Bobby Lashley in a match. 
Bob, if you're handling out there, a match. The next what? time, the next time you come to Houston, it's gonna be me and you in the middle of the ring playing ping pong. I will put you in the Texas Cloverleaf and make you tap. And yeah, this is actually important. he's gonna tap buttons on his phone and he's like, "Look at what this fool's trying to do to me." Anytime, look me up, Bobby. Hey, how on a Facebook page? Or this podcast is none of those things. Brian is whoa, my manager. Whoa, don't get me involved in this. <laughs> Brian is my manager. You you keep me out of this bullshit. <laughs> go ahead. I've, I've got Goldberg issues. Like, like, like hey, no, Goldberg. You're the one with Goldberg issues. Hey, like, I'll take them both on. They can handle me. I've got listener issues. Like, like I said, they they both. I'll, I'll, Bobby Lashley one night. Bobby Lashley on the Raw. Take Goldberg on on SmackDown. Because they'll come to town, they got, you know, all day, both days, Monday and, fr- Monday and Friday. You know, I can kick both their butts in a week. Show them exactly what I can do. I mean, maybe in, like, Pokemon or something. I mean, anytime they're ready, just come on. You can play them in Duck Hunt? Yeah, you just come on down. Come on down. Or wait, on. no, that's too new for you. And we know, you know, we know you're not going to do Blades of Steel. We're talking about Pong, man. Coleco. Pong. <laughs> Coleco. You can, you can twist take them, with, twist you can take them on in Tank Commander. Yeah, I'm never talking about that. The tank commander, that exists. Coleco was just simply a motherboard with two knobs on either side. And you just ended it. Those things in the middle of the machine. I was, tennis. I was moving you to Atari at least. I like, okay, yeah, I go, I go way back. Okay, so if Lashley stays champ. He still can't beat me. Let's refocus on actual things that might happen. Thank so, you, Patty. You never turn your back on me. Yeah, see? Patty has an opinion about your opinion. Yeah. It's bro. not favorable. Like I said, the problem I have is that you're going to have two... You have two heel champs. Uh-huh. And it doesn't seem right. There feels like there should be some balance, right? The only option that leads to Bobby keeping the belt uh-huh. is if Edge is going to beat Roman. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I think there's a possibility, but I think there's a screw job that's going to happen, though. Uh, that, that would prevent that from happening. Just because of the fact, the nature of what Roman has going on. Right. I mean, I, I feel like but Roman should win that match, even if it is shenanigans. Right. But, but, I think, but I think that, here's the thing, though. I think Roman does a better heel than Bobby does a better heel. Than, than, than heel that Bobby does. I do. I really think... I, I Yes, because... Uh, like we talked about, Bobby just kind of comes in, kicks ass, walks uh-huh. out. Yeah. Very Goldberg-esque, just slightly on Very it. much what Roman claimed to be when he first came back. Do you remember that whole, uh-huh. like, show up, kick ass, and leave or something? Yeah, basically, which is the... Which was Wreck the, everyone and leave. Yeah. Which was That's the, what Bobby's doing now. Right. Roman, meantime, is, is turning into scheming and plotting and... Conniving and conniving and getting getting at it with Adam Pierce, uh-huh. who like good for Adam Pierce. He's getting some in ring time. Uh-huh. He was in a tag team. What with was that? Braun Strowman on Monday. Yeah, I don't. I guess they're setting up Strowman to be Shane's match, uh-huh. and I just hope that he just wrecks Shane uh-huh. because Strowman. He definitely had a valid point when it came to the chamber. He had all these former champions, uh-huh. and he doesn't get a chance to be in it. Well, but but Pat was, was WWE champion. I know, I know, I know. We got off on the technicality there, right? 
that does not take away his point. Because, honestly, do you think Sherman would have been better in that chamber than Jeff Hardy? Oh, definitely. I think Jeff Hardy's time has come and went. Jeff Hardy is good for that, like, swanton bomb from the top of the chamber. Right. But at this point, ever since he took that one bump in TNA... Uh-huh. And it's funny because I didn't watch much TNA and I just happened to turn it on one night and he was trying to do a swanton from like the door of a cage and dust fell on his head on the steps and I'm like, oh my God, I just watched Jeff Hardy die. He he ended up being okay, obviously, because here we are five, six years later and Mm -hmm. he's still going. Right. But at this point, like, all he offers is dangerous. Right. And, and that was exciting 20 years ago. But now we've had 20 years of Jeff Hardy putting himself in danger. And and then we wonder why he has addiction issues. Uh-huh. When, he was, when he was the only one that was doing that stuff, it meant something. Now, he's not. There's a lot. But the, the, the kids that are out now. Well, and, and there's the thing. The kids that are out now have learned all of his stuff, uh-huh. but safer. Right. Even so much as, like, John Morrison's stuff uh-huh. doesn't look as crisp and clean anymore. No. Remember, John Morrison, the whole parkour style of wrestling uh-huh. was phenomenal, and, and it still can be. Uh-huh. But you can tell John Morrison's a step slower. Right. You can tell Hardy's three steps slower. Right. And he... Honestly, probably needs to to leave WWE, get back with Matt, and just go full broken universe. Go back to being Brother Nero. Mm-hmm. They did some really great work doing that. Mm-hmm. Go more character focused. Maybe do, you know, if he wants to do some really stunt heavy matches, mm-hmm. maybe start doing them cinematically so we can do them safer. Probably. Like, the ultimate deletion with Matt and Jeff. Uh, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was very stunt heavy. Mm-hmm. But I have to imagine they were able to do a lot of editing and safeguards. Although they did it at Matt's house. Mm-hmm. So, who knows what they had for safety. Probably none knowing those two. Right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Right. I don't think Edge should win that title. Uh-huh. As much as I want to see Edge with another title run, I hate to see Legends take straps off of your faces of the company now. Right. You know, I can't I can't sit here and rail against Goldberg and Lesnar doing that shit and then be like, oh, well, Edge, I like him, so it's okay. You're right. I mean, I, I don't disagree. I, I just... Unless they were going to do, the only thing would be Christian helps Edge win. Right. Because Christian's now cleared to wrestle. Uh-huh. I mean, he was in the Rumble. Right. Christian helps. It brings him back for a short run. Yep. Where he gets his Intercontinental title shot at Big E. Because Big E actually acknowledged that right when Christian, like, Ended his WWE career originally. Mm-hmm. He was owed a title shot for Big E Langston's Intercontinental title. Right. Because this was a pre-New Day Big E. Right. Who had the IC title. Right. And now, 
Biggie has it again, and here's Christian, and it's like, Finish and he said. acknowledged, I owe you a title shot. Right. I want to see it happen. And I also wouldn't mind seeing a reunited Edge and Christian with some tag matches. Right. But like, bring out your old shtick a little bit, give me a couple nostalgia pops, mm-hmm. and then move on. Go back to making the Edge and Christian show, because that was one of the highlights of the WWE Network. Right, but I will say this. My, my thing is, is though, um, now, now with that he's older, I mean, it's the it, it, for me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, as much as I like big guys, I I do also have a thing about things being believable. Like nothing irritated me more back when WCW did the whole deal of Rey Mysterio versus the Giant, aka the Big Show, and had him winning. All right, you know Christian. Looks like the average mechanic dude, right? They Christian got, looks better than ever. Dude got he's cut. A, he's okay. He's a, okay. So he got on the treadmill and did and did the the cycle bike. Wonderful. But that dude in a mat in a, in a fight with Big E is like. Well, mind you, I said he gets a title shot. I didn't say he gets a title win. Yeah, I don't want to see like him get broken by accident. <laughs> All right, uh, like Big yeah. E does his apron spear, and then this Christian comes. Christian doesn't get up. There's just a puddle. Because because Big E is like what five eleven weighs three hundred and fifty pounds. No, can bench press like two ninety five. Okay, my bad. Uh, like he's he can bench press a house, right? Right. And, I or mean, at least a Buick. Like and he can eat the house if it was a cake. Um, the just saying that he's he's huge. No, I like I don't I don't want that. I, I'd rather see Big E go against Drew, another type of hoss fight. I'd like to see. I want to see the see. It used to be that the big guys would go at it. Like there are not as many seven footers as they used to be, you know, in the WWE. But I mean, but at least when the big guys would go at it, they go at it, right? Right. And we're just like a. They're like the way the writer. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Elliot likes thirty-year-old hoss fights. I, I I I like the current. You've also this is like the eighth time you've heard that listening to this podcast. But I've also but I like the recent hoss fights. Hoss fight between uh, Bobby Lashley and Braun. I want I want to see a hoss fight between him and Drew. I actually want a Royal Rumble of hosses inside the thing and them just getting, <laughs> getting busy with it. I don't want a dude that... I don't want to see a dude like me in the ring. You know? Like, okay. So you hate Daniel Bryan. I do. I'm sorry that happened to you. I mean... He's it, fantastic. Okay. You know that... You know that That really... Man, this is how much the WWE doesn't respect Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Drew McIntyre's Claymore is Brian's finisher as well. No. Yes, it is. The running. The settlement one's a knee, one's a boot. Whatever. Like, and I forget. There was a story about the Claymore. He actually, the first time he did it, mm-hmm. he knocked himself out. Oh, Lord. It was, I forget what he was trying to do, but it was it was like a drop kick or something. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to do it, and it it came out looking like the Claymore. Uh-huh. But when he went down, he whacked his head and knocked himself out. Mm-hmm. 
And so when he came to, mm-hmm. I forget if it was somebody that was in the match or somebody from backstage, but they came up to him and they said, if you can figure out a way to do that without knocking yourself out, mm-hmm. that's a killer finisher. Right. And that's how the Claymore came about. Because <laughs> did he have the Claymore in his first WWE no. run? No, he did not. The Future Shock DDT was, was his finisher. That was his finisher, yeah. Right. The Claymore is so protected. Like, there are not many people kicking out of that. No, it's not. It, Brian's running knee, I get what you're saying, but Brian's it, running knee is almost a shining wizard. But that's how but the application where the opponent is on the other side of the ring and he's on the he's in one corner, he's at the other, and the guy stands up and he runs and then right. Well, there's like, a million of those. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. There, you can't But I will say this. I will say this. I will say that another Haas fight that was really, 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 really good on Monday night, Seamus and Drew. That was nice. Right? And so, and that's the thing. Like, everybody's kind of assuming that Drew's going right back into the title picture. Uh-huh. But I feel like he's got business to attend to with Shane. I wouldn't mind seeing a grudge match with, like, some kind of, even a Hell in a Cell, Shane and Drew. Oh, Lord. Right? Sounds great, doesn't it? Nope. No? Because the, the, the ultimate hell of self shame was him versus Undertaker. And Sheamus and oh, Drew, oh. not Shane. Okay, well. No, Shane's going to get his ass kicked by Braun at WrestleMania. That's what they're setting up with Shane interfering and screwing over Braun. Repeatedly. I hope not. You know how you feel? No, because here's the thing. First off, I, I've said it every time Shane has wrestled. What do I always say? That was better than it had any right to be. Right. I gotta give Shane credit. Okay. But you know that what's gonna happen in that match is Braun is just gonna ragdoll him. Mm-hmm. He is just gonna beat his ass. And then that gives Braun the rub, the Shane McMahon rub. Uh-huh. And that's not a bad thing to get. Uh-huh. And then you move Braun into the title picture. Because we already saw Braun and Lashley once. Uh-huh. Raise your hand if you want to see it again. But that would be the third time. That would be the rubber match. They can have a whole feud. I want to see it. I, I want to see Braun just running through the Hurt Business. Uh-huh. I want to see all of it. I yeah. just want to see the chaos. Right. You know, Braun did some really great work when he was just chasing Roman. Uh-huh. Like Him and Roman did great work together. Yes, they did. But do you remember all the chaos that Braun caused? Because uh-huh. Braun did put Lashley through the Titantron, didn't he? That that was that. That's when they. That's when we all knew they were getting a new set because they let Braun and Lashley break the old one. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and and the thing is that 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 feud never really came to an. There was end. never really a blow off. No, it wasn't. It was like even was, even that match that they had. Which essentially was just Braun saying, I want to be part of the title match. Mm-hmm. Never really, you know... Because I can't remember, did... Lashley didn't beat him clean. There was shenanigans. In, what, the most recent one? Yeah. Or, no. That was clean. MVP, M- MVP did not interfere. Nobody interfered. Braun actually even legitimately put the power slam on him. And Bobby legitimately kicked out. There was nobody... I want to see Braun get a different finisher, too. Uh-huh. 
Um, we've talked about it a little bit with Lashley. I don't like his full Nelson mm-hmm. finisher mm-hmm. because he's not going to get that. Even as strong as Lashley is, he's not getting that on Braun. Right, and, but but they showed that though, which is why like right. they gave him the secondary finisher of the spear, right? Uh, which which works because there's some there's some finishers that's not. But you know what though, the finisher that would be perfect for Braun because he needs a submission maneuver move anyway. Just a bear hug. No. No, that's what that's what we're done. He can do the torture rack. He, him getting as strong as he is, as tall as he is, because he could put, he could put anybody in the torture rack. Right. He could put anybody in the torture rack, and I would love to see. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, and it wouldn't look much different from his setting up the power slam. No, because because like we thought it was epic when Lex. Lex Luger would do it, but Lex Luger was the height of Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and and so it was a feat of him doing his feat of strength was was awesome. Yeah, right. And he was a very powerful guy, but there was never somebody that was like bigger than him doing that exact same move. Right. right? The closest thing we got was when there was, there was a wrestler by the name of Big Cat that was bigger than Lex. Luger, and he who also had that for a time as his finisher as well as, as the torture rate. It was a rivalry. It was a WCW. It was short lived. I can only imagine put let Braun have that because Braun doesn't have a submission. I okay. So besides that submission finisher, uh-huh. which I'm, I'm down for, because uh-huh. he Braun's big enough, he could do it to almost anybody, right? I would like to see, and again, this is another thing that Braun's big enough to do to almost anybody. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him go to a gorilla press slam. Now, as a as a finisher, uh huh. Actually, imagine the height. Uh-huh. Braun's six foot eight, right? And then he presses you over his head. You're looking at being close to ten feet off the ground, right? And then he just drops your ass. I'll add, I'll add to that. Basically, because that was all part of the Ultimate Warrior's finisher. The Gorilla Press Slam, and then he bounced off the rope, and then splash right on top of him. Uh-huh. I said, Braun doing that? I don't want a full... I don't want him to go full Warrior there. Okay. Because that's that's blatant then, right? Right. The Gorilla Press Slam, yes. It's, it's also somebody else innovated it. Right. I'm not going to say invented it, because... I'm pretty sure as long as as long as people have been fighting, uh-huh. somebody who was that strong lifted somebody over his head and dropped them. Right, <laughs> right. But if you if you do that and then do the splash, uh-huh. now it's blatantly taking the warrior's finisher. You right. know what I mean? Right. But you could, I mean, definitely toss them up and then as they're falling, push them down. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, God, can you just imagine that impact? Right. It And it's one of those, it's kind of like the attitude adjustment. I would and, call it the Empire Drop. Well, he's he's not a New York guy, so I don't know that I would call it Empire. Okay. You'd have to have something that, that fits with Braun's character. The Avalanche. But that's actually a blue well. Right, right yeah. But anyway, we'll name Bronze new finisher later. Right. 
The other uh, match I wanted to talk about for Mania uh. was Sasha versus Bianca. Uh, yeah, I've been do they there. do Sasha dirty and have her lose at Mania uh. after she finally just started actually defending a title and winning? Actually, at a pay per view for once, right? Do they do her dirty? We were. I was actually talking about this with um, one of the one of the techs at work today. I think Sasha needs to win at Mania, uh-huh. but it's trouble. It's tough because I also think it's Bianca's time. Right. Like even if even if Sasha wins at Mania, then I'd still like her like to see her drop the title at the next pay per view, which would be what is it? Payback or vengeance? Or... Something like that. But I would I would do this. I would do this because it because. The big match that people always talk about, the no besides, uh, after after Hogan versus Andre, the other fight, the other major thing match that they always talk about is Hogan versus Warrior. But that wasn't a WrestleMania match. That was SummerSlam. Right. Okay. So what I would do is she Sasha wins, but she doesn't win clean. Okay. She doesn't win clean. But Sasha's only ally right now is Bianca. Right. Like, that's the funny thing. They're working as a tag team. But that's guess what, though. Remember? Are you old enough to... Are you old Unless enough? Carmella interferes. But... But again, I, we're also presenting a scenario. Mm-hmm. And I know I kind of cut off your thing here, but I want to get this out. Based on what we've talked about... Uh-huh. We're presenting a scenario where both Rumble winners lose at Mania. Right. But that takes away from the Rumble. Not necessarily, but let me just get this point out, though. What I'm saying is in, in the in the scenario that I was talking about with Hogan and Warrior, they were tag team partners that then imploded. They were friends. Well, sure. As I say, and, 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 and then it slowly disintegrated, right, from WrestleMania Leading up to what would ultimately be the match that like was the thing in some that they could do that and like I'm saying that in it, it is because because Sasha Sasha does good as a heel anyway yes right so, so if she and, and so she audibly does like they have the match but she like I said she wins she doesn't win cleanly she does it in a type of like there's a type of like ooh like a thing right. And so then it becomes an uneasy rivalry. There's there's hate that's going on. The right? problem is they did that storyline with Sasha and Bailey over 2020. Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? Like, it, like I don't want to see them rehash and have Sasha do the tag former tag team break up over the title, mm-hmm. all that baloney. Like they they really did swerve us with Sasha and Bailey breaking up. Because it was Bailey that was the one that turned heel. Right. They were both, well, no, they were both heel. Right. Which was interesting. Right. Turning Bailey heel. Right. That was, and it's worked out great. Yeah, but. I, I would have never thought it. Two years ago, if you told me that Bailey was going to be a heel and she would be good at it, uh-huh. I'd have been like, you're crazy. Well, that's how I felt when Hulk Hogan became a, became a heel. Right. So, because I thought Bailey was the female version of Cena. Uh-huh. Just permaface. Right. Even though Cena started out as a heel. Right. You know, but once he hit 
Once he hit this never give up character, right? That was when, like, when he dropped the Doctor of Thugonomics, uh-huh. he was done being a heel forever. Mm-hmm. Now, does he come back to Mania? No, he needs to stay gone. I, 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 I think that his whole, I mean, Mark goes out to him, but he hasn't been the same since he proposed to the Bella. <laughs> And then, like you know, and and then, like you know, she also Mickey ruined him. She, yeah, because like, like, and we get, it's because we, then we learned something. We learned a lesson. She, she, like a lot of ladies, you know, they want the show, they want the dude to be vulnerable, and they want the guy to do all those things, and even though they have no intention of being with the guy. Um, and, and, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna counter with Nikki and John wanted different things. Okay. Nikki became open to the idea of having kids. Uh-huh. John wasn't down with it. Like, they showed him kind of acquiescing to it on Total Bellas. Uh-huh. Like, he was like, you know what? If you want to have kids, we'll have kids. Uh-huh. But it was very much a compromise and something he didn't want to do. Does he have kids already? No. Okay. She has since had one. Right. With her dancer... I don't know if they got married yet or not, but uh-huh. they're engaged. Uh-huh. As we delve into wrestler gossip. But she's gotten what she wants. John uh-huh. Cena has moved on mm-hmm. and has become this, you know, he's trying to essentially be The Rock. Right. It, up to and including getting into the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> Is he in the Fast and Furious? He was going to be in the in number nine. He is playing um, Dominic's brother, and uh-huh. he is the main bad guy. Okay. Which is interesting. John Cena, Permaface, he's going to be in probably his biggest movie to date uh, as yeah. the bad guy. Right. Which is awesome. Right. I don't think... Can we bring it back? I don't like a scenario where both Rumble winners lose. Uh-huh. But I can't envision it working well for either champ... To drop the title. Uh, like we said, you could have Edge win the title off of Roman. I don't think I don't think that takes away from Roman's character. Mm. I think that what it does is creates a pissed off Roman. Right. And it could lead to further building of the faction mm. as he brings in Jimmy. Uh-huh. As he brings in Naomi. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say Edge and Christian get back together. Christian... Mm. Christian gets involved at Mania, and that's how we end up with Edge taking the title. Right. That's the only real scenario I see where it being, you know, useful. Well, here's the thing, though. There's there's actually something at play even with the situation before Sasha versus Bianca. Because now that dude that's that, that sommelier dude. Reggie? Yeah, is now, is now back at her, right? So... He has he has ways of showing up and messing things up. Yes, he does. Right, you can see a Reggie interference. But here's the thing, though. I also see a Montez Ford showing up. You can see yes, so you and can then, see and the then, Street Profits showing up to back up to back Bianca. Right, and again, I want them. They did it when when Bianca first got called up. Uh-huh. Remember, they were doing Street Profits and Bianca versus. Um, Angel Garza, Andrade, and Zelina Vega. Right. And where is Zelina Vega? I haven't seen her. She anymore. got cut. She'll be in AEW soon. She's going to be my ring ballet. 
I know, right? She'll be she'll be from here on known as Thea Trinidad, which I believe is her real name. Okay. Yeah, she got cut a few months back after she spoke out against the whole third party thing that Vince enacted, where like wrestlers weren't allowed to do like cameo and Twitch streams mm-hmm. where they were making money off of their likenesses mm-hmm. outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Vince didn't like that. So she was speaking out against it. Her and Paige and New Day talked about it a little bit. Uh-huh. But I think New Day fell in line because Vince was like, Listen, I'm going to give you guys even more money and put titles on you. You shut the, <laughs> you shut the up. Yes, I censored myself. Because this is a. I was going to give you the f bomb for this episode because this is because this is a family program for three year olds to be able to listen to later <laughs> on, something like that. We've covered a lot of wrestling stuff, and I think I can't wait for Mania. It's going to be good. I wonder if they're going to do a two nighter again. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode fourteen of this podcast. Is none of those things. Episode 15 will be coming up within a day or two. We got a real quick turnaround on these and some exciting news. We will very soon be recording a little series we're going to do with uh, one of my neighbors called Over the Fence. So that should be fun. So make sure you listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If there is somewhere, that you would like us to be, let us know. We'll see what we have to do to get listed. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at this underscore those. And um, we will see you soon.